You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 105. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to teach you and coach you how to end your emotional eating, lose your extra weight, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about where I've been and what I've learned. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. Before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by The Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is a structured group coaching experience for smart women who are tired of diets that helps you pursue your goals of eliminating emotional eating, losing your extra weight, and bringing more happiness into your life. In the Freedom Group, we use my unique Eat, Think, Love program with me as your coach and a beautiful group of women just like you for support and accountability. Be sure to check the show notes when we're finished for more information about the Freedom Group and Eat, Think, Love. Now, let's get started with today's coaching session. Here's what we're going to cover today. Today is going to be a little bit raw. I've had some really big insights from this past year, and I was thinking about them recently, and they so relate to your weight loss journey that I decided I wanted to share them with you. So if you are a regular listener, you probably know that I've literally been gone all year. I learned that I had cancer. It was a big surprise to me. No obvious symptoms, no obvious cause, and it was pretty far gone. I actually had to move from my very small city to Chicago to get treatment. I had to step away from work, which I love, totally. And I had some very aggressive treatments for many months. The cancer that I had, it affected how I talked, how I ate, whether I was able to swallow and even drink water. And now my treatment's over. Looking back, this was the hardest year of my life. About three quarters of the way through, I began to be able to step back and step out of where I was, which was pure survival mode. And I was finally able to see where I was, what I learned, and I saw the connection between what I teach you and what I really had to relearn myself. So this is what I'd like to share with you today. These are the three big things that I realized after I emerged from my own darkness. Now, the first big truth that I learned, which took many, many months, sounds so simple, but it was that I'm still me. I've always been very connected to my work because it's really what I was meant to do. And during and after treatment, not only couldn't I work, but I couldn't eat or talk or drink. I had tremendous pain. I'm used to being very independent. I was totally dependent. So I went into kind of a primal survival mode. I didn't think about anything but getting through each minute not day by day, but literally minute by minute. And I couldn't see ahead. I didn't read. I didn't look at my phone. I couldn't take anything in because I was only able to focus on what was right in front of me. I could not even visualize feeling better. But then the dust cleared. I stepped back. 
And I realized that I'm still me. I'm still the same person. I still have the essence of me inside, no matter what was happening to my body. And I still had the same brain. And that meant that my values were still my values. Underneath the illness, Cookie was still there. And here's where I want to remind you of how this discovery applies to you. You may think that you're like a beautiful statue stuck in a big block of marble, and you're unable to feel like yourself until the sculptor chips away at the marble and reveals the true you. So is that chunk of marble your extra weight? Yes, I think it is. But I want you to learn from what I went through because I truly hope that you never have to sink to real depths to learn this. No matter what you weigh, no matter what the scale says, you are always still you. And that means now, right now, you are the person you always were, no matter your weight, no matter what size jeans you wear, no matter your circumstances. So ask yourself, can you be compassionate about yourself now? Can you see that right now at this weight, you are whole and lovable and still you? I want you to be able to do this so that you can move on. And from this different perspective, then you can work on your weight. Not from thinking, okay, when I weigh X, then I will figure out the rest of my life. And then I'll learn to take better care of myself. And then I'll feel good. The time is right now. You are still you. And you deserve your own love and your own care right now. Because that is what will move you forward hating yourself and telling yourself that this is not really you keeps you stuck. Now, here's the second realization I had that may help you change your perspective right now. I realized that I'm much stronger than I knew, and so are you. I remembered at a certain point that I had done hard things before. I realized that I had resources that I could use and thoughts that would help me get through this. Now, I know, and you know, change is hard. I had to go from being very independent to becoming sick and totally dependent, back to being independent again, and back to being engaged in my life, not just in the small world that I was in, focused on my cancer, on what I couldn't do, and on what I had lost. And this is not so different than what you may be going through right now. In the world of changing how you eat, so you can eventually change your physical body, you're going to have to change from the inside out. You'll have to learn how to think differently and create different feelings than the ones that led you to where you are now. You'll have to, just as I did, learn new skills. I had to learn to eat and drink all over again. And as you can hear, my voice is still not quite what it was, but I'm working on that. It wasn't easy. It was hard. It was painful. But I was committed. I was committed to getting back at least some of the life that I had. And I was committed to becoming independent again and feeling better. This took all I had. But I knew, I knew in my soul that I was strong. Did I want to have to be this strong? No, not honestly, not in the beginning for sure. Because until my efforts began to feel natural, it felt very much like an uphill battle. And your efforts to change how you live, they will also feel hard. And if you're not careful, you may have the thought that it's easier to give up. And I had those thoughts too. 
But because I am still me, I knew I didn't really want to give up any more than you do. And that's why you may be searching for new answers continuously for the latest and greatest and easiest solution to your eating issue. But I want to encourage you right now to stop searching for the easy. Pull out your strength and pull out your resourcefulness, what you use to get you through all kinds of different life challenges. And I want you to apply it to what you want to change right now. This is no different. You need to commit, and that means you need to go for what you want most and not give up. I had to commit to my future life and not get stuck in how hard it was and how bad I felt. And that's what I want you to do. Now, the third thing I learned from my own ordeal was that, yes, sometimes it takes a village. You may need help. I certainly did. From my husband and my girls, to my medical team, to friends and family, and to the wonderful helpers I was able to hire. I pushed aside my excuses for not getting the help I needed, and I asked for help. I had never been so sick before, and I kept thinking, I should be able to handle this. I don't want to burden others. They won't understand what I'm going through. But then I hit bottom, and I realized that I needed help. I started asking for what I needed. I took what I needed to manage my pain. I asked for company when I wanted someone near me. I asked for whatever I needed without guilt about being needy. I let myself be vulnerable so I could get back to a new version of my prior life. And this asking for help, this is what I hope you can hear, that it's not only okay, but it's smart. I want you on your journey of change and in your life in general to figure out what you're good at. What do you do really, really well? What do you want to create? What type of body and life do you want to have? And where is the gap between what you want and where you are? This gap, this is where you ask for help with no shame, no buts, and no guilt. This is what it takes to get yourself to where you want to be. And that's exactly what I did. I am not yet back to where I was, and I may not be. And I have to admit that I'm a little tired of people telling me that I need to find my new normal. But where I am now is great. And I'm so grateful that I got past my own beliefs that I should be able to do everything on my own and I asked for help. So let's recap a little bit. Number one, you are still you. Number two, you are much stronger than you know. And number three, it's good, it's smart to ask for help. So I want to leave you, as I always do, with some action steps, some things that you can get from our coaching session that you can put into your life right away. I want you to think about certain things and take the ideas that you've heard and put them into your daily life. So let's just pick one to start, whichever one you're most comfortable with or whichever one you're least comfortable with you can always come back to re-listen to this episode down the road. So grab a journal or some paper or your computer and get writing. Remember that sometimes taking action means not just physically doing something, but making time to think about something. That in itself is action. So here's number one that you can choose. Even if you're uncomfortable in your body at this weight, I want you to acknowledge compassionately 
that you are still you. You're still you at this weight or any weight. So think about and write about what you and others love and appreciate about you no matter what you weigh. Don't finish the sentence with, but I'm so heavy, but I'm too big, but I can't stop eating. Just think about the essence of you, who you are, even with the weight. Or you can choose this. Another thing you can do is think of some things you've done in the past that were challenging, or maybe you're in the midst of something. Think of things that you'd consider a project that had many different parts and different steps, things where you didn't know the effort that would be required, or maybe you didn't know the time frame it would take. Remember what you thought that got yourself through the challenge of that big project? Well, what can you tell yourself now on this journey right now? Think of a I can do hard stuff mantra. I can do hard things. I'm an expert at hard stuff. I figure things out. I'm tougher than I think. Does any of that resonate with you? I know if you think about it, you know, it involves giving yourself credit and you're probably not used to doing that. That's why I want you to write down some ideas of things that you've already done to remind your brain which is stuck right now, focusing on something that you don't think that you can do. Change your eating, change your weight, change how you experience the world in the body that you have right now. Write it down, look at the hard stuff you've done, and create a little saying that is believable to you. Now, here's the third option for you. Think about how you can make peace with asking for help. Can you see how asking a friend a family member, a colleague, or a professional, asking them for help is smart because you're smart enough to see that if you keep doing what you've always done, you know the saying, you're going to get what you've always gotten. So that's it, my friend, for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you need to stay focused on, and I hope you know exactly which action you'll want to take this week. If you're enjoying these coaching sessions with me, I'd like you to just imagine how much more progress you'd make with personal guidance from me. Now, if that resonates with you, we should talk about the Freedom Group. Since I want to help as many of you as I can, I've created the Freedom Group. And as I mentioned, this group helps you conquer emotional eating and habitual overeating. When we work together in this group, of course, you will lose weight, but you'll conquer something even bigger. And that is that besides the weight and besides losing the emotional eating, you'll lose the whole problem. That's your goal. It's based on the same unique program I've used with my private clients. And it's all the concepts you hear here, all about how to eat, how to think, and how to love yourself like a naturally slender woman. So if you're interested in taking what you're learning here from this podcast, from our coaching sessions, and taking it to a deeper level, then check out the show notes where there'll be a link with all the details. I hope to see you back here next week, where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and any overeating habits you have, step by step, until they become something that you used to do, because I know that is your ultimate goal. For now, this is your coach, Cookie, reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real just like you. And I will see you next week.